I wonder how many care leaders are aware of quite how important digital marketing is when it comes to driving inquiries, particularly for private payers. In a world where care seekers are increasingly using Google and social media to research care services, care organizations that don't understand the facts around digital marketing will unfortunately miss out. To explore more about the subject of digital marketing in the care sector, I've just had a really valuable conversation with none other than Adam James. Adam is a digital marketing and PR expert for the care sector, and he runs Spring Up PR. So if you want more inquiries, particularly from privately funded clients, then this is a conversation that you're going to want to watch from start to finish. My name's Simon Parker, and this is the Care Leaders Network podcast. Today, Adam and I will be talking about dramatically increasing occupancy using digital marketing. So, Adam, in a world where there are so many things happening in social care at the moment, why do we need to be talking about digital marketing? Yeah, well, great question. Um, I mean, digital marketing comes into, into play when, you know, a care provider has a particular problem that they feel they need fixing. Um, now, usually it comes into play when a care provider needs more, a residential care provider wants more inquiries, particularly from self-funding families. Same again for uh, uh, home care, domiciliary care agencies. If they want more inquiries, more leads, they want in the parlance, more, more, more customers. They want to increase occupancy faster. They want to build themselves as a, as a home care agency. They want to get more clients because they want to grow as an agency and they want to grow faster. It may come into play, for example, if a care home has a, had a drop in occupancy for whatever reason, um, not recovered since COVID, have had a, ba a bad uh, reputation recently and, and feel that has affected them. More competition in the area, which we see happening. Um, so then the problem that a care provider may face is they need more inquiries because they need more residents or they may need more clients as a home care agency. So then a care provider has to think, well, how am I going to get uh, those more inquiries and clients? So that's when the, the uh, you know, care provider marketing and PR in order to get more inquiries. Um, now, digital marketing, you have various possibilities, Facebook uh, um, 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 in particular, uh, and Google pay-per-click. Um, but there is a role for marketing. But the general, what was called marketing, is now largely digital marketing. There's still a role to play for, for other, other methods. Um, but on, on your question, to make sure I answer it properly, the second reason is where does digital marketing come to play? Why should they think about it? Is that if a care provider is wanting more uh, staff, particularly care staff, um, and uh, where do those care staff hang out? Uh, they are certainly on Facebook. Uh, and they are they are reachable also uh, on on Google, but they are certainly on Facebook. So that is one 
um, would be one medium if a care provider is thinking digitally about how to get more staff because they want to grow, they want to, uh, 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 there is a recruitment issue and they want to think of different ways to get more staff, then um, uh, Facebook, as a, and to some extent, TikTok would come into play as a digital marketing uh, method. The, the, the two big things there, obviously, that you've highlighted are, let's call it top line growth, because, of course, if you're talking about different types of care organisations, maybe they've got a different terminology, uh, whether they're trying to increase their care hours or occupancy or whatever it might be, depending on the, the type of organisation. Um, that's never not going to be important, you know, um, in a world particularly where operating costs are, are, are increasing really, really quite dramatically there's only so much that you can do about that but from a top line revenue perspective your biggest lever when it comes to driving uh, uh, achieving a sustainable business is making sure that your top line is is correctly managed so digital marketing as you're saying can play into in, into that particular realm and then recruitment you know building the workforce if uh, uh, if, there, if there are any care providers out there that aren't struggling with uh, with recruitment, uh, I, I'd be interested to speak to them uh, because there's everyone seems to be at the uh, at the moment. Obviously, that's there's a spectrum there. Of course, some people are uh, are finding it harder than than others. Um, but I'd certainly put forward that the 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 ones that seem to be dealing with the set of circumstances best are taking advantage of digital marketing channels, particularly around paid advertising, around Facebook, et cetera, as, uh, as well. So um, I, of course, I asked the question kind of slightly knowing the uh, the answer in this particular instance, but I think it's an important part to, to frame because digital marketing, it's not the mainstay of social care a lot of the, a lot of the time, but it probably should be um, because the world is is changing dramatically. So, uh, and I guess you you must see that an awful lot with the people that you work with and the prospective care clients that you that you speak to, just from a landscape perspective around how people are being sophisticated from a digital marketing perspective, and 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 those who maybe aren't so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, and. Uh... Uh, it does always, always depends on the, on the situation that a care provider is facing, and uh, um, you know some care providers are, are doing a lot more on digital marketing than others. Um, uh, and you know we've I've mentioned I think in this up to now kind of two or three avenues, but there's there's the a multitude of different approaches uh, that that can be taken. What I do know. 100% is that if you launch Google pay-per-click ads properly and you have a good tracking system, um, that you can get more uh, inquiries from self-funding families than if you didn't. I just know that because mm -hmm. right, you'll do it in the same way. I know that if you want to, if you do proper Facebook ads and you are a care provider and you want to get more leads from prospective families, I know you will get those within 10 hours of doing it properly. Mm. So um, then the question arises, well, you know, what, what cost per inquiry, what cost per new resident, that always comes into play. And that's, there's many, many variables on it. But, um, you know, what, what I do know is that 
they will get you those results. The question is, is you know, what what the ROI is on on everything that you do. Just to, to pop back for a for a second there. So you're completely comfortable that if you set up your paid ads correctly, that you can generate a return on investment from from paid advertising. Because I think that's that's probably yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. It depends, of course, what uh, what uh, what you what you are prepared to spend mm -hmm. to get a new uh, inquiry that you wouldn't otherwise get. It depends upon what how much you're you're happy to spend to get a new resident via means that you wouldn't otherwise get. So again, uh, you know, if you if you know that, for example, the lifetime revenue of of a, of a self funding just talking about purely about the numbers, and uh, you know, I know that everyone, every care provider is there to provide the best care. But you know, I I'm involved and in look at the numbers as as uh, any serious care provider would would look at. And if you know that, let's say an average resident self funding will suspend will, will, their fees would equate to eighty thousand over a, a year or a year and a half whatever ever your average uh, <laughs> um, lifetime value of a residence is then you have to equate well if it costs if it, if if the client is worth eighty thousand how much am i prepared to spend to get a client of eighty thousand so those numbers come into play. Same again for Facebook. How much am I prepared to spend on Facebook to get a new resident? You know, using that platform for a resident that I wouldn't otherwise get, and that's that's the key here. Um, so uh, uh, you know, different providers have, have different numbers on that, but uh, you know. You know, we do this. I do this, so I can I, I can see it. Uh, the question is, uh, you know, uh, how much are you prepared to spend to get a, a new resident or a new client? And the same again for a new staff member. So, okay. So, and, and thanks just for breaking that down. Like from a commitment, from a spend commitment, what level is required from? A care provider to run an effective digital marketing campaign. Um, again, it's side. It's a side. Let's let's take an example of an individual care home. Let's just say one care home, um, and let's say they have. Uh, 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 let's say they have a capacity of fifty, and let's say for whatever reason they're at thirty or forty, so they've got. You know, either 20 or 10 uh, beds to fill. Um, and there might be a number of, uh, of reasons why it's an additional priority. A thousand pounds a month, just to give a number. Doesn't have to be that. The beauty of digital marketing is you can start off with 200 quid a month, see how it goes. Um, but uh, if you're serious, you know, you'd be, be around about the seven fifty a thousand pounds a month, but, but, but your Google has got to be right, yeah, and your tracking's got to be right. I was speaking to a care provider the other day. Eighty thousand pounds they'd spent on Google over a number of years, over a number of years. They weren't able to tell 
exactly how many inquiries and exactly how many residents they had got as a result of 80,000. Why? Right. Because they'd not done the Google Ads properly and they'd not done the correct tracking. So, um, but, but whether it's 80,000 or 8,000, you need to have the systems in place to do, anyone can do Google Ads. You and I can learn how to do Google Ads I wouldn't do it now because it's really highly complicated. But anyone can do it. It's like, do you want to do it well or do you want to just do it? So there are different things. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. That applies to lots of stuff, doesn't it? Applies uh, to everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I was um, uh, com completely unconnected, um, but uh, we were chatting about the, the, the battle I've had with long COVID. I've been learning about breathing exercises. And sometimes when I talk to people about breathing exercises, they kind of look at me like I'm um, a bit cuckoo because everyone can breathe. Like, why would you have to do an exercise to do breathing? But there's a real difference between just breathing and doing breathing exercises. And I know it's kind of maybe a silly analogy, but like everyone can run pay paid ads, as you've uh, as you've said. But there's a real difference between running paid ads and just running paid ads and having the infrastructure there, having the data there, being able to track everything, having everything set up in a way where you can see that clear demonstrable return on investment which is kind of important you know if you're going to put if you're going to put a thousand pounds a month into uh, into a campaign you want to know that you're going to get x out and x needs to be bigger than a thousand pounds and to what extent and all of that type of uh, that type yeah, of and another example is on the facebook ads yeah if you're right again if you're running facebook ads for uh prospective families to get their interests and again for staff you can turn on Facebook ads tomorrow and you're going to get leads, like bucket loads of leads possibly. Mm. But those are just leads. Actual fact with Facebook ads, uh, you actually, the real work comes in in how you follow up those leads by text, email and phone. So mm. the digital marketing element to get the leads on Facebook is one, only one element the beginning oh, part right that's to get oh simon thank you for your phone number you've given me your email address you're interested in 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 the in the possibility of finding more about a care home via facebook because you express an interest on in the facebook ad but then i as a care provider have to work work to get in touch with you i'll have to email you phone you and then you're and then you're not going to respond so I'm going to have to do it all again. I have to email and phone you and text you again. And you might not even respond then. And I have to do it again. To yeah. find out whether I can help you as a care home because you're, you, you've expressed an interest in care of some kind or not. So the work comes in with Facebook. Less so, we're just talking about the moment about Facebook and Google, but those are the main you know, digital marketing platforms. But Google, yeah, the, the intent is higher. Because someone's searching for a care home. 94% of people search online when looking for, for a care home. 94% involved in that process. But there's a higher intent with Google. You're searching. Care home in Leeds, care home in Gloucester um, goes to you. I make an inquiry. Uh, there's a higher intent with Facebook. It's generally the leads are less hot they're, 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 they're not as warm so you actually have to do the work to get in touch 
contract with the Leeds. So there's a lot much more proactive involvement, for example, of getting leads via Facebook, again, for staff or um, families, um, compared to Google. Mm, that's a, that's a, that seems like a really, really in, interesting and important point, the fact that the, the paid advertising bit, that's the that's the beginning, the, the, the bit that needs really, really good implementation. It's like you've got that high quality lead, you've got that mobile number, you've got that person's details, they've registered their interest. What happens then? Because it doesn't that doesn't ma uh, magically turn into somebody moving into a care home or investing in some type of uh, some type of home care type type service. There's a there's a void that happens in between there, and I guess that's often where care providers could fall fall short. So they they need to have the systems in in place. Talking about systems, you highlighted a care provider earlier that had spent was it eighty thousand pounds? Really, no. Um, doesn't sound like they got no results, but there was there was, there was a, a huge amount of ambiguity around what they'd spent and what they got back and all that type of stuff. Like, how do you how do you go about turning around a, a set of circumstances like that? Because I can imagine that they were furious to start off with, because that's a that's a huge amount of money. Um, like, where does one go from there in that set of circumstances? Talk me through kind of the process around uh, how you uh, made good of uh, the, the the previous. Uh, I, I guess it was previous agency or them doing it under their own steam. <laughs> They're, they're doing it in-house. In and to be honest, uh, if we were to uh, to tackle that, we, we, we would start all over again. Well. Because, you know, they, and we, we had, we did a, an audit, a free audit of, of their campaign, and literally they weren't tracking anything. They had no, you know, you know, Google changes every month. You know, now it's all now it's all about machine learning. Google's algorithm uses machine learning to help create its own ads mm -hmm. based on the information that you, as a human, provide it. Sure. So it's a mixture of human and machine learning, a very a very basic form of AI. But you know, this is going to be moving fast, fast within over the next six months. So, and if you haven't got, it helps if you have a, you know, a track on, you know, what Google is doing, how to, how to maneuver through all the different changes that it's made over the, uh, over the weeks and months. To be clear, this 80,000 figure I was talking about was over a, like years, mm -hmm. for years, but, you know, they, they hadn't changed with the, with the, with, the, with the time, so to speak, it used to be very easy actually to, for anyone to go in and set up Google Ads. Now it's just so much more complicated. It's literally more complicated. Yeah. Uh, and there's so many more, many, many more variables involved. Um, and, you know, I, I don't do Google Ads. Um, you know, we have a specialist who does, does it. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't dream of doing it now, um, but you know, and to make sure I'm answering your question, uh, you know, we, we're not working with them. But if we did, that would be the first thing we would do: is like shut it down and start all over again. And, 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 and you know, to be to be clear, uh, and it, the basics would be restart the whole whole campaign, um, everything from ad campaigns to the copy to the for the tracking to the conversion tracking 
uh, and monitoring of all the different, like there's about 12 or 13 important metrics. We're getting mm. quite technical here about what you need to have a handle on. Um, uh, but tracking is very, very important. You need to be able to understand, in order to understand how Google Ads and Facebook, but there's six of Google Ads at the moment, work, you need to have a system that you know every time you're getting an email, a brochure download, a live chat, a phone call, um, a, a guide from your website, whether it's coming from a Google pay-per-click ad or not, whether it's coming from an organic or referral, um, uh, um, system. So uh, you know you have to have you have to have a handle on tracking because that helps you then make an assessment of that ROI that we were talking about. Otherwise, you're guessing, which is not a bad thing always, but sometimes your guessing can't be right. Sure, it's got to be that mixture of, I guess, in, uh, let's call it um, uh, intuition makes it sound like it's more intelligent guessing, but it's pretty much the same thing that plus having some really clear data to go on. At least you're balancing the kind of the, uh, the, 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 the approaches there with your kind of intuition and then also taking a, a data driven approach as well. Um, yeah, and I'm not saying it's easy because yeah, it's, it's not. It's like there is work, you know, with everything, you know, to do it well, there's there's work. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that there is that involved. I mean, there's also missed calls as well. I mean, you know, uh, we, we see often the care provider is missing calls. I mean, no, because we, we track it. Um, and a missed call from someone who's making an inquiry. So, again, let's talk about what we were talking about from the, the beginning. Let's say, a resident is worth 80,000. I mean, you know, or 100,000. You're missing a call from them. You know, that, that's, uh, that's something to consider. Um, uh, but that's something, again, you can track. Yes, yes, definitely. It's um, when I was running my management consultancy business, I uh, did an awful, awful lot of mystery shopping. Uh, and I spent an awful lot of time ringing care homes that didn't pick up. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's there's an awful lot of that. And obviously, I wasn't a real customer. But what happens when it is, you know, if uh, it doesn't matter whether it's £50,000 or £100,000, if uh, if you're missing out on that additional revenue that, to your point earlier, that you wouldn't have had otherwise, you might never know. You know, you could be floating around at 85% occupancy and you could be at 95% occupancy, but you're just missing those key key inquiries so picking that up um yeah cost you money at the end of the uh, end of the day and i want to i want to go back to something that you said earlier about machine learning and ai uh, i think particularly now um 12 months ago people were talking about machine learning and ai and all that type of stuff uh, i think most people would have thought that yeah that's something for the future that's that's uh, that's something that's going to come a little bit later on down the line it seems that AI is upon us. It's it, it's happening now. It's having more and more implications in in day to day life. And I'm I've chatted to a few different senior leadership teams from not just from the care sector, but from from other uh, sectors and industries as uh, as well. And a lot of them are sat there thinking, "Oh wow, this is this is serious," and we know that we need to to act. It's clearly going to have implications when it comes to digital marketing. Talk to me about your view on on AI because this is a uh, this seems like a very real 
set of circumstances that I think that everyone has to be very mindful of going forwards. So then the bigger picture of AI, me like everyone, is a mixture of complete terror, generally. Yeah, sounds about right. And uh, you know, fears of human annihilation um, versus, uh, yeah, but, you know, can help me. Out my 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 company and what I do. So we're involved in PR marketing. So we have to think about how how AI can come into play. Um, so putting aside the terror of what AI could mean for the human species, putting that aside for the moment, um, and thinking about uh, how it comes into play um, in the digital marketing way. So we, as an agency, we are just looking to focus on SEO, which has happened mm -hmm. to focus on now. So again, we bring a specialist to do that. We don't have that uh, knowledge in-house. Um, and uh, we've made a hire on a, a, a company that's going to be using AI to help generate blogs for SEO. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, there's both human and AI involvement. Why? Because they can churn out, I use the word churn, but the idea is also to have the quality elements, mm. blogs that will do well under SEO in a much faster and perhaps better, you know, later on way than a human could do. Now, and that's got me thinking about care providers and uh, SEO, because at the moment, yeah, if, for example, I'm a prospective family member and I'm looking for a care home, where do you live, Simon? Uh, Hertfordshire, a place called Berkhamstead. All right, well, I was looking for a care home in Berkhamstead. That's probably where I was. It's care homes in Berkhamstead. Now, Probably, I don't know what you would find, but probably carehomes.co.uk would rank very, very highly there. Why? Because they've got a great SEO, they've monopolized uh, SEO for, mm. for these kind of key, golden keyword phrases. Now, if I'm a, a care home, I'm, you know, again, there's work involved here, but there's no reason why AI couldn't start to give your care home a much higher chance of providing of getting content that's going to get you up on those organic rankings of a search when families are searching Cairns in Berkhamsted versus the Google pay-per-click, which Google pay-per-click ads will get you at the very, very top within a day. SEO is a long-term play, but the big providers, the big care groups, yeah, they've got this sorted, their SEO sorted. Um, you know, they are very good at, at they, they are better in SEO. Caron.co.uk at the moment seems to, mon does monopolize. Yeah. They've done it better, they've been there for years. But AI could come into play here for the smaller care providers that, that were determined to do better organically under SEO. So that's one way. And again, it's going to be coming in particularly on Google. Uh, I think we'll be using more AI on the Google pay-per-click system mm -hmm. that they have. Um, uh, 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 and uh, 
and I, I haven't really thought about the Facebook side, but uh, you know that, that that that's my initial thoughts. I mean, the Facebook and AI, uh, obviously, there's it's underpinned by an awful lot of AI. Um, but how I guess third parties could then integrate and uh, uh, overlay AI onto Facebook advertising. That's if it's not already a thing, it's probably will be an emergent thing. Uh, maybe that's one for you and I to catch up on in the future, because if there's one thing that's absolutely dead certain, it's that AI is going to become more prevalent and have uh, a more important role in our in our day to day lives mm -hmm. in every type of asset you could almost possibly imagine. Um, so let's make sure that we have that conversation. In the meantime, Adam, uh, an absolute pleasure. You're a master of your craft. You know what you're doing. Uh, you've shared some brilliant insights for uh, for me and the audience today. So thank you very much for your time and uh, for sharing your wisdom. Great. Thanks for having, having me on, Simon.